Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. It's Monday, October 2nd, five minutes after 11. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So over the weekend, Donald Trump was in Iowa, second time in a week. He's trying to rally some more support, cement his lead in the first in the nation caucus. While he was there, he was uh, hanging out with farmers. He said that Joe Biden is waging a nonstop war on American agriculture. And then he said Ron DeSantis is the sworn enemy of the American farmer. Oh, this is the thing, right? I think this is what gets so frustrating is a year ago, Ron DeSantis was the, you know, darling of everyone, maybe not Trump because he knew he was going to run against him, but everybody's looking at Ron DeSantis and then those election results and says, oh my gosh, this guy is just what we should want every Republican governor to be like, and this state is what we should want every state to be. And somehow we go from, I mean, that's just utterly ridiculous of all the, I mean, it comes back to Larry Bouchon, who is that total zero U.S. rep from down near Evansville, putting out that just disgusting tweet about going after Matt Gates far more than he has Joe Biden or Schumer or Pelosi. And in their mind, I mean, it really, it's like Matt Gates is not the enemy of this country. They're not the enemy. Matt Gates is not the reason that inflation is what it is, or Matt Gates is not the reason that the government's out of control. And yet to Larry Bouchon, well, because Matt Gates dares to challenge the establishment, well, then you're more egregious than the people who are doing the horrific, awful things. Same thing here. Ron DeSantis, the conversation should not be about Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is not the enemy of anyone. Ron DeSantis has done a phenomenal job running Florida. If you, if Ron DeSantis isn't your guy, you want to vote for someone else, hey, that's great. Everybody's got their favorites. But this— But he's not the sworn enemy. I mean, it's just, it's just pathetic. It's really, really, really pathetic the way Trump is attempting to demonize and demean a guy who actually, when it comes to governance, did a far better job than Trump did when he was president. Uh, Trump said that he fought for ethanol like no president in history. And then after his speech, he went to the northeast part of Iowa, was shaking hands with a lot of farmers, meeting with their wives. And then at the end, he took out a Sharpie and was signing the John Deere combine for everybody. And that's all fine. And Trump is entitled to campaign where he wants to campaign. And obviously, you know, he can he can say whatever he wants to say. I, I just think. As a as a conservatives, I mean, you can't you you got to have pause when a guy is looking at someone who actually accomplished something, many things. You lived there, Casey. You know better than I do, and is just just being so mean because the guy had the audacity to run against him, and he views him mm-hmm. as a threat to the. To the presidency. Well, not only a threat, but he views him as being disloyal because, of course, in Trump's eyes, Ron DeSantis would have never have been governor without Trump's help. Look, the, all the policy stuff is fair game. And, you know, one of the things that I'm pretty proud of about myself is I keep it between the lines. Now, I'm vi- I'm a vicious mother, right? Mm-hmm. But it relates to the things <laughs> no. pe- people do in their, in their jobs, right? Yeah. What you do in your job or as it relates to your job, if you're a government person, you work for me. That's how I've always viewed it. You work for me. You take my money. You work for me. Then it's all fair game what you do in your job. Mm-hmm. I am pretty damn good when it comes to my criticisms and the way I, you know, I was, look at how he treats others. No, 
I talk about how people perform in their job. And the things that I say are proven correct about how people behave time in their and time job. Again. And that is all fair game. I don't lie about how people behave in their job. I don't need to make things. It's bad enough, right? And the fact that Trump is just saying these totally ridiculous things about Ron DeSantis when he can campaign on his own and he doesn't need to lie and he doesn't need to be vicious, it's just, it's very, it's, it, it it's very, very disappointing. It's not the only thing he said while he was in Iowa. He also said that the 2020 election was rigged and he considers his indictment a great honor. The radical left Democrats rigged the presidential election of 2020 and we're not going to allow them to rig the presidential election of 2024 because if we do, we won't have a country anymore. We won't have a country. Every time the radical left Democrats, Marxists, communists, and fascists indict me, I consider it a great badge of honor. So Donald Trump appearing in court this morning, and this is the legal case with Letitia James. Mm -hmm. The, you know, he lied on how much his properties were worth trial. I know they're having a good time. I mean, time. There, there's <laughs> like somebody in the newsroom is laughing. There's and, like a bachelor party going on in the newsroom. <laughs> Do they have a stripper hop, popping out of a cake? I mean, that is uh, they're just having a good old time. I don't know if our audience can hear that, but nothing says professionalism like a bunch of cackling hens over there in the newsroom. Yeah. Um, anyway, what were you saying, Casey? Sorry, I was very distracted. Uh, Donald Trump uh, appeared in court in New York this morning. Uh, <laughs> Isn't it interesting? You're still distracted, aren't you? Uh, well, I mean, it's I don't I don't know. I mean, is is uh, is Eddie Murphy back on stage again? Is this the Raw 2.0? I mean, what I don't know what could be that funny, but I'm going to sure find out once yeah. we once we get to the break. Yeah. Um, isn't it interesting how they've they've done so much to Trump that it's not even newsworthy? Like, can you imagine? Let's say 20 years ago, George Bush was a businessman before he was the president. Can you imagine if George Bush, let's say, when he owned the Texas Rangers, was accused of doing the tr thing Trump had done, and then a, a judge had found him liable or whatever the word correct word is in a, in the civil case in New York mm -hmm. of doing those things? I mean, it there would have been just a like a firestorm of never-ending media attention and the public would have been captivated by it but they've said so much about trump now that people are just like whatever whatever this is just the latest i mean thing. i mean they have made the guy out to be worse than jack the ripper at this point okay so i saw something interesting over the last five presidents that have all gone gone into office they all went in with less money than what they left with the exception of donald trump he's the only president who has you mean the more money? He has more money. They they had they left office with more money than they came in with. Correct. Yeah. There Except you go. for Donald Trump. Yeah, that's right. He has less money. Yeah. He has made immense personal sacrifice. Absolutely, without debate, without discussion, um, and for that he certainly deserves credit. Is he? He is right. Now he says it in a way that it's kind of like a backhanded insult. Remember when he was in Iowa and he's like, "Instead, I'm hanging out with you people. I could be in beautiful places around the world. <laughs> Instead, I'm here." Can you imagine, Kev? You go to concerts. 
Can you imagine if you went to a Rolling Stones concert and Mick Jagger struts out there on stage before he launches into Jumpin' Jack Flash to start the show off and goes, "Uh, good evening, uh, Indianapolis. Now, uh, we could uh, be anywhere we want. I could be hooking up with any woman I want, but instead we're here with you people. (laughs) That kind of sounds like the Viagra Boys for a man. (laughs) Yeah, but they're like a parody, right? Yeah, they're they're just doing it as a joke. Yeah, it's part of the shtick. But he's serious about it, and people go, yeah! Tell me how much it sucks to hang out with me. Thank you for being here. All right. It is 13 after 11 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. As we mentioned earlier in the program, Bill Maher is back on his show, his HBO show. And uh, one of the things that he said was that Biden should not run again. New rule. Someone has to convince President Biden that if he runs again, he's going to turn the country back over to Trump and go... And go down in history as Ruth Bader Biden. (laughs) The person who doesn't know when to quit and so does great damage to their party and their country. All of us who like Joe Biden have been struggling lately with the political situation in the Democratic Party. An incumbent we admire who acquitted himself well in a first term, but who even members of his own party don't want to see run for a second despite a touching letter of recommendation from Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. (laughs) Okay, now that was, of course, a reference to Ashton Kutcher Mm -hmm. and Mila Kunis uh, sending a a letter on behalf of Danny Masterson after he was uh, convicted of very serious sexual offenses against multiple women. Um, So, is that interesting? So, Marr says, I like a lot of the Biden politics stuff. And this is why there is credence to what Mars is saying because Mars is telling you i like the liberalism i like the big government i like the massive government spending i like the growth of government but he's acknowledging and people should listen to Mars when he speaks because Mars hates trump Mars telling you trump is probably going to win this election which is not not only is it not out of the realm of possibility casey mm-hmm. i would say depending on how creative uh mass mail and unaccountable voting and ballot counting gets in places like Pennsylvania and Michigan. Mm-hmm. If it was an honest election right now, I think Trump would win. Okay, so what he's saying is that he, he, he's he got to do the mic drop and leave while he's ahead. I'm really curious, by the way, I haven't looked it up. What's going on with Katie Hobbs in Arizona? Uh, that is very interesting. Is she, is she back? She left, right? Right. It's got to be a medical issue, right? Well, no, not necessarily. Remember when uh, Mark Sanford was the governor of South Carolina. Do you, you're staring at me like you have no idea what I'm talking about. No, no, I because I I'm trying to look up to see. Oh, okay, so Mark San this is what this is very reminiscent of. So Mark Sanford this was in the 2000 mid 2000s, I think Mark Sanford was the governor of South Carolina, very conservative, he was very popular. A lot of people thought, "Hey, maybe he's got future presidential candidate written all over him." He like disappears. Like, nobody knows where he is as the sitting governor, and his aides and his staff are kind of, like, giving these weird answers, and it turned out he had a girlfriend, He, I think he was married at the time, had a girlfriend, and they went hiking in, a like, a foreign country somewhere, and that was the derailment of, and I'm sure I got about 90% of that accurate, this was a very long time ago, and that was the derailment of Mark Sanford. Now, he ended up going back to Congress and got elected to Congress years later, but this is very reminiscent of that, where it's like, this governor just left? Disappeared or whatever. Well, the reason I bring that up is because there was a lot of questions about how the voting went in Arizona, and that's one of those states that uh, Trump's going to need. Yeah. Or Biden's going to need. Yeah. 
One of them needs that state, uh, oh, and what's going on? Wish her the best. <laughs> yeah. It's 16 after 11. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. <laughs> 20 minutes after 11 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So last night, Elon Musk was testing X's ability to live stream games. He's trying to compete with Twitch. You know, he took his X and he live streamed when he was down at the border. And now he's seeing if it can compete with Twitch in the video game space. And you know who really doesn't like all of this? Who? Joe Biden. Oh, yes. Joe Biden. Uh, so he did an interview. Was this 60 Minutes or who was this? I can't remember who he did an interview with. One of those TV news uh, television programs. Mm-hmm. And Biden, uh, Newsflash, had a uh, somewhat coherent thought that he put together. Um, oh, it's for a group called ProPublica. Okay, it's a publication called ProPublica. All right. Uh, doesn't matter. Neither here nor there. Anyway, and he was asked about Elon Musk and Elon Musk kind of taking over obviously one of the major social media platforms which has eliminated you know he's opened the doors right mm-hmm. he says this is going to be a, a, a space of ideas it's kind of your job to decipher through what's what's good and what's not and we're not going to weigh in on this either way other than a very specific set of ground rules and things you can't do and joe biden is very very mad casey mm-hmm. about the free flow of information getting to the people what about what elon musk has done to twitter Uh, lowering guardrails against misinformation. Does that contribute to it? Yeah, it does. Look, one of the things, as I said to you, when I thought I wasn't going to run, I was going to write a book about the changes taking place. And most of it's directed over the years with these fundamental changes in society by changing technology. Mm-hmm. Gutenberg printing in the printing press changed the way Europeans could talk to one another all the way to today. Where, where do people get their news? They, 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 you know, they go on the internet. They, 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 they go online. They go, and you have no notion whether it's true or not. So I'd like to point out that he did go all the way back to 1436, which is actually the year Biden was first elected to the U.S. Senate. Gutenberg printing press. Uh, the, the, that is the purpose mm-hmm. of, and they loved it when they controlled the when, narrative. Exactly. When, when they could say, hey, the Hunter Biden laptop, which is true, is false. Mm-hmm. Well, that's total misinformation. The very thing he claims to be upset about, he's not actually upset about it. He's upset they don't control it anymore. Because when his son's laptop from hell mm-hmm. got squashed by social media, mm-hmm. and, and including them working with the government, by the way, to do it, he yep. was all fine 
with that. That was misinformation. He's mad because people now have access to information. Yep. Okay. So Biden and the DNC and the legacy 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 media, they're they're not under his control. I mean, you know, Biden's not controlling the message anymore, and Elon is just pretty much giving him the middle finger, saying, "I'm going to do what I want." And by the way, I'm not going to kick back any money to you. You're not in charge of what goes on this platform, and that's why Biden upset about it. And I love that he uses the printing press as though just because something was in a book, it was always accurate. Hell, in 1436, they believed the earth was flat, Casey. Mm. The whole premise of, you know, 1492 Columbus sailed the ocean blue was that he was going to fall off the earth, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, that was in books, Casey, which was used by the printing press. You know what else is interesting about this is that uh, you mentioned books and how they are not always accurate. You know, even dictionaries are constantly adding new words and new things. And there's an article right now at WIBC.com if you'd like to check that out, how uh, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary adding 690 new words. Because why? Words are constantly evolving and taking on new meaning, and not even the president can control that. Your whole life should be about getting information, gathering information to determine for yourself what is the best course of action for you in whatever endeavor you are about to engage in. And that is true for your health. That is true for your government. That is true for your finances. That is true for your investments. Whatever you do, if you just get information from one source and go, uh, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm sure you went through this as a mother, Casey. We have a little kid right now. There yeah. are certain steps when you have babies that they go through. When you go to the doctor, certain things they, you know, give them or don't give them. We have done our own research on things, and when we go into the doctor's office, we have specific questions that we want answered before we go move forward with things. Because that doesn't mean we're anti-science or anything else. It means that as free-thinking people, we want to have all the information before we make choices. And this is true with whatever you engage in, whether it's medicine or or, or taxes or uh, where you go to work. I mean, hell, when you're applying for a job, if you're in an interview and the employer goes, what questions do you have for me? None. You should have questions for the employer. You should have things that you ask your employer. Whatever it is, you should be able to get as much information from as many resources as you possibly can to make the best informed decision for you. And there's going to be a lot of bull crap in there, but that's your job to sort through it. Yeah. Biden's just mad. You know, this also, it goes back to censorship as well and misinformation. So uh, one other thing that he said, he claims the only thing that he's doing right now is defending the Constitution. The thing that, that I have trouble trying to figure out is what it is that, other than protecting the Constitution, what is it that these mega Republicans think is extreme about what I'm doing? They haven't been, I mean, I haven't heard, seen any articulation of any of that. I love that it is now, and I don't know if he knows he's doing this or not because it's Biden. He calls them mega, M-E-G-A. It's not MAGA right. anymore. It's mega Republicans. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, sir. What we get upset about is when you come out and do things that you admit aren't going to pass test in a court of law, like mandate people get vaccines or they could be fired, and then say, I'm going to try it anyway. Or get rid of all student loans. Yes. 
I mean, this is what people get upset about. You're not, it's that you are not upholding the Constitution. It's not we're mad that you're upholding the Constitution. It's the exact opposite of that. And when you, the President of the United States, who literally puts his hand on the Bible, not that that means anything to Joe Biden, and and swears to uphold and defend the Constitution, and then comes out right out of the gate and goes, well, this probably won't pass muster in the courts, but I'm going to try it anyway. Mm-hmm. That is the exact opposite of what you're supposed to be doing. Yep. It is 1127. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Good morning. It is 1131. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. I think it's time we do a little flashback. Do you remember in December of 21 when the governor of New York invited all migrants to come to New York? Uh, yes. She welcomed them with open arms. She was quoting the message on the Statue of Liberty. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, the wretched refuse Mm -hmm. of your teeming shore. Sanctuary state. Yep. And then- They came. They did. They did as she told them to. (laughs) They did. She doesn't like it anymore. (laughs) She changed her tune. If you're going to leave your country, go someplace else. That's what she recently said. (laughs) I love this so much that these people, I mean, they are such absolute, just complete hypocrites. They claim, you know, they want, um, you know, these people to come because they know they're not going to actually come. And they use it uh, the, these people as political pawns and they lie and say, oh, you, you people would just be so so welcomed here and it's just a shame that orange man bad is locking you in cages and if only you poor people were free you could Mm -hmm. come here and live in the utopia and then it happens and they're like whoa this really isn't working out for anyone we can't do this anymore now what do you call them nimbies not in my backyard yes nimbies yes not in my backyard those are the people who uh will want something and then it, you see it most often in like a local government where they want you say boy it would be really nice if we had a a a mire in our, and I'm not trying to pick on mire, but it's like, we had a mire in our town. Cool, we're going to put it right over here. Well, no, that's right in my backyard. We it, put it in his backyard. <laughs> don't do it here. Let me sit in my ivory tower. That's why I'm consistent, Casey. I don't want anything. <laughs> I don't want it in my backyard. I don't want it in Kevin's backyard. In the place I live, mm-hmm. I just want to be left alone. Uh, Kathy Hochul, she just reminds me of somebody who is shutting down the bar. You know, it's like, well, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Yeah, so she was on one of these uh, talk shows over the weekend, and she is very distressed about Biden doing nothing about the border. It can be done. This can be done in a bipartisan way, comprehensive immigration reform. Where what specifically quotas, do you want? Numbers people can come in. Well, we want them to have a limit on who can come across the border. It is too open right now. Uh, People coming from all over the world are finding their way through, simply saying they need asylum. And the majority of them seem to be ending up in the streets of New York. And that is a real problem for New York City. 125,000 newly arrived individuals. And we are being taxed. Now, we are always so proud of the fact that New York has the Statue of Liberty in our harbor. We we are Mm -hmm. one of the most diverse places on earth because of our welcoming nature and our it's in our DNA to welcome immigrants but there has to be some limits in place and Congress has to put more controls at the border and not in this budget threat shutdown threat talk about eliminating positions for border patrol when we actually need to double or quadruple those numbers so get back to work and do your jobs 
My, how the turntables have turned. Am I right? <laughs> but, yeah. By the way, she was on Face the Nation. I mean, these people are just complete mm-hmm. hypocrites, and they don't really actually want borders. They just don't want the people where in their backyard. They're the NIMBY people. She doesn't want to have to deal with this. Totally NIMBY people, and uh, sorry, you get the government you deserve, and you get what you ask for. She was she was talking the narrative. She was speaking the speak, but then when it was time to walk the walk, she was like, oh, no, I, I didn't really mean that. It's, this is not a hard issue to solve, Casey. And we have been through this so many times, and we have new listeners all the time. Like, it is a common sense test of how we do immigration policy. We, You and I have done the back and forth. Casey, does our country have a vested interest in knowing who comes in and out of the country? Absolutely. Casey, does our country have a vested interest <laughs> in knowing that the people who come here are not violent or dangerous? Mm-hmm. Casey, does our country have a vested interest in being able to prevent said people, violent people, from coming in and knowing who comes in? Yes. Should there be some sort of mechanism to prevent the violent people from coming in? Yes. Does our country have a vested interest in knowing the people we let in want to assimilate into American American customs and traditions. Yes. Casey, d- does our country have a vested interest <laughs> in knowing the people who come here are capable of getting employment once they're a part of this nation? Yes. I mean, like, this is so easy. We're just, like, we're... I'm not trying to be facetious in the questions I'm asking you. This is should be the immigration policy. Are you a respectable person? Like, are you a non-violent, non-dangerous person? Do you want to learn, appreciate, and adopt the customs and traditions of America? Are you going to work once you come here? Are you going to learn the necessary skill sets in order to be able to work? And in order to do that, we should have a very big wall and a very wide gate to enforce that. This is so simple. It does not make you a, a whatever phobe that is. It doesn't mean you hate Hispanics. It just means... We have a vested interest in knowing who comes into this country, and the people who come here will be able to take care of themselves. I don't know if you saw this, but New York City is now calling on all residents to carry Narcan with them because of the fentanyl crisis that's going on in that city. Can you imagine that? You have to have that with you just in case, at all times, just in case. And that's that's one of the problems because of Biden's open border right now. Okay, let's talk about what's going on with AOC. This clip. Um, what is she talking about here? More spending from progressives. Well, okay. It, it, the reason I wanted to play this is because, and government at all levels does this, and I'm going to use a local example after we play you the clip, where they excuse whatever they do with whatever ridiculous explanation they want. And here is an example of AOC. They're talking about the this government spending and the government being shut down or staying open. Mm-hmm. And with the with the Marxists and the communists, they're not, it's okay, you spend whatever you want because they're investments. The investment is their word to to excuse whatever level of government spending they want. It's not spending, it's investments. And if you're against that, you're against investing mm-hmm. in whatever the Changing thing, the words. absolutely it is. Take a listen to this. I, I vociferously disagree with any assertion that progressivism is somehow incompatible with fiscal responsibility. Progressivism believes in making investments that actually have returns. So we can spend whatever we want because it's not spending, it's, it's investing. Yes. But, I, but you see this all the time in government. I saw this exact same thing the other night at that 
Brownsburg Town Council meeting I went to. Remember where they said the guy got up at the beginning and basically accused me of lying mm -hmm. and, and doing a floor show on yep. the tax increases? Because you're a shock jock. And then, they, and then they got up and the budget guy admitted, no, the taxes are, are going up. And, and it's going to cost people in Brownsburg an extra 50 to $60. And the... the um, the excuse then, because the card of this and why all the firefighters were, were there, not because they actually like many of them don't even live in the town, but they wanted their raises. And it was this disgusting 8% raise that people in the private sector who fund the government aren't getting. And the, the council's excuse, because they know it's gross, they know it's gross that a government worker who is dependent upon the private sector to pay their salary, who is not getting the 8% raise, their excuse was, Casey, it's an adjustment. It's an adjustment, Casey, because mm -hmm. they didn't get the raises the last couple of years. And my point to that was a million people lost their job during COVID. Not a single government worker. They didn't worker. get adjustments. Yeah, they, did. they got adjusted out of a job and out of a paycheck. Right. And you're concerned about these people who kept working and kept eating and everything else during COVID. Well, you're concerned about their adjustment. Where the hell is everyone else's adjustment? Mm -hmm. But they'll justify it, Casey, the raise is an adjustment. This government word salad bull crap. It happens with AOC. It happens with the Brownsburg Town mm -hmm. Council. And it happens at all points in between. We'll excuse whatever we want to excuse with whatever word salad necessary to make ourselves feel good about it. An investment she's made, which has had zero returns unless it's for her personal gain or something that she wants to happen. Yeah, you know who doesn't get invested in? The private sector. Well, I mean, unless <laughs> I, I guess, of course, you're buddies with Todd Young and you make computer chips or whatever that... that uh, chips bill was well mm -hmm. then you know i guess if you donate let me rephrase that unless you donate mm -hmm. to the right people in the right campaigns you don't get invested in you get left to fend for yourself hey kevin can we play that clip one more time just because there's one other thing i'm sure you caught it everybody caught it yes. but we have to talk sure. about it I, I vociferously disagree with any assertion that progressivism is somehow incompatible with fiscal responsibility. Progressivism believes in making investments you know that actually have uh -huh. returns. She vociferously disagrees with the assertion. Okay, so let's do the... Use, she win the syllable challenge? Let's, yeah, let's use the spelling bee standard. Uh -huh. If you, could, she, could she spell... Spell vociferously? Could she spell the word that she's using? I don't know. I think she probably has a calendar of the day you know a word of the day calendar and that's where she got it from i don't know good for her i mean uh, it's, it's it's always good to uh to try and grow and expand your vocabulary really strong stuff there <laughs> casey hey before we uh we talk about the uh major uh award ceremony can we really quickly discuss what's going on in california diane feinstein stein's replacement you know there was a moment over the weekend where there was a rumor that megan markle <laughs> was gonna get diane <laughs> diane feinstein stein's job uh uh, this is wild, Casey. So he picked some mm -hmm. radical leftist. I mean, no. LaFonza Butler is her name. No surprise. And she was what with Emily's List, which is the mm -hmm. on-demand abortion advocacy group, right? Yep. yep. And she was a campaign advisor to Kamala Harris yep. in 2020. And doesn't, didn't she, I don't know. I, I thought this. She, she lives in Maryland. Well, yeah, this is the, th this is the core of it all. She's a total connected leftist on her Twitter page mm -hmm. she lists maryland as her location as her home she hasn't updated that quite yet so this is just someone that gavin newsom he said he was going to choose a black woman to replace diane feinstein stein regardless of skill whatever <sighs> yeah well okay 
So the population of California is 39.24 million in 2021. So maybe more or less people leave, whatever. So you're telling me out of 34, 39.24 million people, mm-hmm. the most qualified person was someone so disconnected to your state that they list Maryland mm-hmm. as their home location? Don't even live there. They're going to represent your constituents so well. You, out of 39.24 million, even if you, let's, let's just take away how demeaning and ridiculous it is that you're belittling whatever choice you make because of someone's skin color and their sex, because there probably are many qualified black women to be a senator. But by saying that's all you're going to pick, you're demeaning, same way Biden did with the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Out of 39.24 million, you can't find a black woman who is actually claims California as their home state. He said that, Gavin Newsom said, she will make history becoming, and where have we heard this before? She will make history becoming the first black lesbian to openly serve in the U.S. Senate. <laughs> who, who does that sound exactly like? <laughs> you know the answer. Oh my gosh, this country, Casey, it's just cavalcating to a, just a, just, or it's, I mean... My gosh, the total lack of leadership and then the people that we put in positions of power over us. Oh, my gosh, Casey, we are in such trouble. We are in such trouble. I mean, we have legitimately just awful, unqualified people at all levels of government making choices for us. And for some reason, we just keep continuing to accept it. And doing the same thing, repeating the pattern over and over. All right, Rob and I are nominated for a major award. A major (laughs) award. We've earned it, Casey. We'll talk about it coming up from 93 WIBC. Good morning. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. garden party to reminisce with my old friends a chance to share old memories 93 wibc it is the kendall and casey show my name is casey rob is here all right rob we've got a big a big thing tonight yes are you going yeah i guess oh there he said so enthusiastically well okay so you want to tell everybody we're up we're up for a major award a major award (laughs) 
This is the Spectrum Awards put on by the IBA, which is the Indiana Broadcasters Association. Yes. And you and I have been nominated for best uh, team, best personality for radio stations among the entire great state of Indiana. That's so crazy. So, like, we're up against two other people, right? Yeah. In the uh, entire state. A group from Fort Wayne yeah. and then a guy from uh, another station here in town. That's so weird that we're up for this award because we're told by the politicians no one listens, Casey. Yeah, well. So how would we be up for award if no one's listening? Okay, well, we're up for the award because they actually send out the uh, nominations to another state. Oh! <laughs> oh, this is somebody. <laughs> and they it. judge. <laughs> oh, then we might actually have a chance to win tonight. We might actually have a chance. Uh, okay, so uh, we have to go to some sort of shindig downtown? Yeah, rubber Gamebridge. chicken ditty. Yeah. Rubber you, chicken dinner. Well, okay, so it used to be during the day because when the women worked here, my first year I was here, no doubt because I was hired, the women won the award. And they went to something in the middle of the day because I did the show while they were gone. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking it was something in the middle of the day. Okay, we'll get it figured out. And now I found out it's an evening thing. It's an evening affair. Uh, so it used to always be in the evening because back in 2014, the dude actually won the award. Oh, and exciting. I went as the plus one. Oh, how exciting. And it was a fancy schmancy deal. You know, I had to dress up and uh-huh. wear heels. He was wearing a suit. And that was in the evening. So you're saying at some point they switched it to the yeah, day, it but now, now it's back to evening time. Yes. Uh, okay, so it's at Gainbridge. Mm-hmm. Now, here was my thing. I did not know we were supposed to go to this because they didn't send me my ticket until, what, like middle of last week, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so um, I have done some scrambling. Uh, I I have uh, child care available. Fantastic. And I will, uh, I will, I will be there. So we better win. So if we do win, are we, who's going to go walk you. up to the it's stage? It's all going to be and you. Me? You, the, are you sure we shouldn't send Kevin? We want Maybe we should send Kevin. Do they do the thing as like an announcer? You know how at the uh, Academy Awards, if the person can't be there, accepting the honor in his place. <laughs> right. His, his brother, Theo. <laughs> Let's send Kevin up on our accepting behalf. Accepting the award in Kendall and Casey's place, Kevin McNamara. I don't, I don't know if they'll do that. I think they'll just say, and the winner is, and they announce the winner, and whoever goes and gets the award uh, gets the award. I mean, what do you get what are our odds? They've already tallied the votes, right? Yes. Okay, so we can say whatever we want at this point. I, I think IBA knows who is the winner. I'm not sure that uh, Dion or David Wood or Matt yeah. Hiblin know who the winner is. The the best thing for the IBA would be for us to win because we would give them the most publicity out of us. You winning. know, I was thinking about that. I think we can get a lot more content if we lose. <laughs> we could stretch that out. I mean, if we win, we say, we won. Yay, we're awesome. Look at us. Uh-huh. But if we lose, yeah. imagine how we can play the underdog card for a sure. long Long time. Yeah, that we could pull a Trump. It was rigged. The, right, exactly. <laughs> the, they, they, the other stations were were ballot harvesting. That's uh, what it is. So oh, you've been to this before, then? I've been once. Yes. Do, do I have to clap for the other person if they win and I don't win? <laughs> what is the etiquette? What are the rules here? Well, I think you're supposed to be polite, but oh. you don't have to do anything you don't well, want to do. Right? I don't want. I don't want to embarrass you or Kevin. <laughs> are you gonna boo? <laughs> boo! We should totally boo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, we want to thank uh, all of our listeners and all the people who listen to this show and are, well, whether you listen because you hate us or love us, we're nominated for something. And, um, you know, in the modern world where everyone gets a trophy, I think they should just give us a trophy regardless. Right, exactly. And you know what? It's only one trophy. And at the end of the day, um, I don't think either you or I get to keep it. I what? think it stays here at the station. What? So uh, just smile pretty for a photo op, win or lose. Because even if we lose, Rob, we have to make a big deal about losing. Um, wait. Wait a second. So when you win the British Open, you get the 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 
what's called the claret jug, mm-hmm. and you take it with you for a year, and guys famously will drink in the pub with it, and all. We don't get to take the Spectrum Award for a year with us like around the st- and then I, we bring it back at the end I, of the I year. Don't, I don't think so. I think it just stays right here at the station for everyone else to admire. But you know, I will I will let you hold it oh, if we thank win. You. Okay. That's so nice of you. So nice of you. Hey, before we get out of here, you want to talk about this beer company? Oh, this woke free beer that was uh created to rival Bud Light. Yeah, so literally it was invented because they said there's a market because people are mad at Bud Light and we think if we label this the woke free beer, we'll get people to buy it. And people are buying it. Yeah, they're buying a lot of it. Uh, the makers of it made $500,000 in just 12 hours of releasing this special edition can with Trump's face on it. It's got the mugshot on it. Okay, so if you're Trump, he makes nothing mm-hmm. off these people who you Now, his campaign makes money off his the stuff that he sells. But there's so many like, rip-off vendors or people who use his stuff. Isn't it weird? I I never remember Trump going to court over any of this. Maybe I'm wrong and I just simply missed it. But I don't think these people have a deal with Donald Trump. No, I don't think so either. And is there a copyright infringement on using his face? I don't know because it's a mugshot. That's a public uh, thing. Right. So I don't even think Donald Trump owns the rights to his mugshot. That's a Fulton County property, right? Or is it public domain? Because it's... uh, But it's his image. It is his image. And you're you're commercially selling something like, okay, when you would go... To a Trump, so it's been a long time since I've been to a Trump rally, obviously. But in 2015, 2016, when you would go to a Trump rally, there would be all sorts of vendors outside the stadium or the arena or wherever he was, and they would be selling Trump stuff. And you knew it was knockoff stuff. You knew like these people do not have; they're not giving a cut to the Trump campaign. And I don't remember anybody on that getting taken to court. Maybe I missed it. Maybe I'm wrong. But this is a commercial thing mm-hmm. where you're selling this to a like a, you're selling a, a product yep. and you're using Trump's image so I don't I don't know Casey. Well, I think I'm not uh, a lawyer. maybe he's okay with it because they are giving 10% of all the profits to his legal defense. Oh. In the uh the Georgia maybe, Fulton then, then County. Maybe there thing. is some sort of deal that I missed. Maybe Well, they're... so far they've already raised over $50,000 for wow. him. Wow. So I think he's Maybe not going to turn that down. Deal. Yeah, there, possibly. Uh, but it's called what? Woke Free Beer? Uh, Dad's Revenge? Is that the name of it? Yeah. Is that really the name of the beer? C- conservative Dad's Revenge. Woke Free Beer. 100% American beer. Do you have to order it offline? Does it say where you get the. Uh... Yeah, I don't know the distribution, okay. like if it's nationwide. I don't know if you're going to find that at your local Meyer or get, Kroger. Can I go in there and demand Dad's Revenge? Yes. I want this beer, and I have no idea if it's any good. It's a light beer. I'm sure uh, it's light and refreshing. Aren't they all kind of the same? Yeah, yes, they are. Yeah. Aren't they? All right, Casey, take us home. All right. Well, winners or losers, we'll see you back here tomorrow. And thank you, Rob. Thank you, Kevin. And it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.